This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We're talking about last second summer Hail Marys, hooking up while at college, and what to do when we enter school. Check it out, enjoy it, share it with friends. Coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side, San York Lazar, every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every week. Let me say it again. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you guys for listening. It is It feathers my nuts. Every time I get a Snapchat or a tweet or a DM, uh, how you're listening, where you're listening, and who you're listening with, and now this is the we're coming towards that home stretch of the shimmy, shitty summer internship season, shitty summer, you know, the l- summertime sadness, as our friend Lana Del Rey once said. You know, it's uh, there's more hours in the day, there's less time with friends, so let Papa JT sing those sweet nothings into your ears. It really feels good that you guys are listening. And keep spreading the word, keep telling a friend. And I do want to make an announcement. Um, I'm very excited. Uh, we're on Patreon. Patreon is a, is, is, is a site that allows creators to have people who follow them um, help fund and support what they are doing. So I, you know, I put this podcast out and put out blogs and answer your questions and videos and I'm doing a lot of stuff and I want to keep up the production value and uh, I want to do more and I want to give you guys more. So that's why I went to Patreon and it's patreon.com slash Jared Freed. It's patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Everything I currently do will stay the same. I, I'm still going to have podcasts come out Tuesday and Fridays. I'm still going to be tweeting and putting out blogs on Betches and TFM and wherever I can put out stuff. I'm going to put out stuff, but this is kind of a place where we can have a more personalized um, uh, community. And if you found this podcast to give you some sort of value in your life, if I've been able to help you through a car ride or a walk to class or get through the gym, what I'm asking is for you to take a look at Patreon and see if any of that could be of further service to you. Um, so, you know, there's different levels for a dollar. You're just going to get access to the page and there's going to be blog posts. And I've, I've been writing these coffee thoughts where just random thoughts that come up. If I see a commercial that bothers me, I'll write stuff about that. And then you can also get, um, uh, for $5 a month, there's going to be bonus podcast episodes. We're going to get, um, different people on there. Same, same as this podcast, just more. And then there's also what I've been doing a lot 
um, and it's taken up a lot of the reason we wanted to add this is because I've been on Snapchat and a lot of you will come to me uh, and say, hey, I want to make sure I get an answer to this question. Um, I want to make sure um, that I get, get answered. So what we're doing is I can be, I can't keep as- answering all these questions on Snapchat. I get like hundreds a day. It's, it's crazy. And I'm happy to answer them and I'm happy I've helped a lot of people. And I don't know why you think, I, I, I know that a lot of, when I tell people about this podcast, they're like, why, what makes you think you could give advice? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm just trying to give perspective. And if it's something that I've gone through, I'm going to be more honest than maybe someone at the brunch table that says, stop it. We don't want to talk about that anymore. We are talking about my shit. And maybe because I'm someone you don't know that there's no real pressure to or judgment from I don't really judge you you know the way I read these emails so there's also a level on Patreon where you can make me your personal life coach and uh, that sounds ridiculous to me but it's uh for 10 bucks you can get send me an email and you'll make sure to get it answered and then also also we've been doing uh dating Bumble Tinder makeovers and that's also a level on there so I I listen I'm not I'm not here to sit here and tell you, you know, you have to give me anything. I'm not, that's not really what we're doing here. What we're saying is I'd like to be able to do more for you. And if that could help you out and find a place in your day, it's a great way uh, to support me and support what we're doing here. And also there's a community page that I want to keep, you know, get going. I want people to respond to different topics that happened on the podcast. uh, And then I can respond to you there on the community page. So Go check it out, patreon.com slash Jared Freed. It would mean the world to me if you got involved, and if you didn't, that's fine, too. It's the same deal. Um, we're going to get right to the emails. Today, our guest had to cancel last second, so it's just you and Papa JT. We're going to bring the house lights down. We're going to go right off the top of the email. We're going to get right into them, and it's going to be a fun little podcast today. And the Patreon link is also going to be in the episode description. So if you need the link for Patreon, it's going to be in the description of this episode, patreon.com slash Jared Fried, and you can click it right on the SoundCloud page or in iTunes. You can find it there. So we're doing a ton of stuff there. Um, Also, we started a little bit of a campaign last week where we wanted to see people commenting and five-star rating on uh, iTunes. Right, Shelby? We did a a little something-something. Five-star feather. A five-star feather. And we wanted to see what people would write. So this guy, Houston Tex, Houston TX underscore 713 wrote, this podcast strokes my seam. So that's kind of the idea. We wanted to see how you would take the feather my nuts thing into your own way. We wanted to see how creative you, the listener, was. Chocolate dipping your peanuts from Ish Rowe. Uh, been listening to this podcast since day one, maybe three years ago. Second funniest podcast out there closely. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> no, no, funniest. It's not a feather. That's not a feather. Uh, Jared is absolutely hilarious. Somewhat surprisingly gave some amazing advice. Yeah, I'm surprised by it too. Uh, let's look at this one. I'm just here to bake Papa J trains biscuits. Love it. The podcast is the Raisinets to my popcorn. Best podcast ever. The podcast rustled my jimmies. I like jimmies. That's fun. Um, let's see. Is there a, Let's see. if Toast your taters. Love the show. Keep it going. This podcast titillates my twitch it. I like the alliteration. I love the alliteration. I'm here to roast your marshmallows, baby. I like roast your marshmallows because I, I like the... Uh, I like the the thought of like the fire crackling. Exactly, it's very nice. So, keep 
Five Star Feathers. Go to iTunes and give a five-star review and your own take on the Feather My Nuts thing we got going on. So let's get into the emails. It's just you and Papa JT today. Bring the house lights down. We're going to talk it out. We're going to do a lot of emails. We have a lot of good news items, which is fun. We have a follow-up to the, uh, the, the, twi- the Tinder year, years and whatever. It took years for these, these, this virgin to get with this chick. And they went on Good Morning America. But we have a follow-up on their first date, which is pretty awkward. Going off to college. What's up, Jay Train? I love the podcast. Been listening to it all summer at my shitty job. Enough of the feather. I'm going to get right to it. So I'm going to be a freshman. So this is a high school email. <laughs> high school email. The top tier oh, SEC school, which is cute. out of state. Don't cue the high school email music. I graduated, you Jew. Ah, I'm still going to say you're high school, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm having to leave all my friends behind as they'll be going to in-state school for most of the part. Basically, I was wondering your opinion on how meet new bros and hoes. Should I go to school-sponsored events, dorm stuff to meet new people, or should I just find some rad-ass dudes in my dorm to rage face with, or do I basically have to rush? Love the podcast. Keep it up. Um, this is a good question, right? For the, you know, we're coming towards the, the new school year. I And it's really the way I've always felt about any new thing, you're going to college, you're going to high school, you're going to a new job, you're going to you're going to a new industry. Don't act above what there is. I think that's the best advice I can give. Like, you know, don't be above what everyone else is doing. That's okay. Don't look at, you know, it's like that kid. I remember, you know, go to college and there'll be the kid, Penn State didn't allow you to have cars the first year. There'll be one kid that'd be like, I got a car. And he'd be like, all right, well, I guess you're driving by yourself. You know, I guess you're going <laughs> to have fun with your car full of people you haven't met yet or that are using you. You know, if you, I, I sort of do this kid, do everything. If someone, and be positive. And what happens is you're going to go to these events and you're going to say, man, this sucks. And then you're going to look over and you're going to see someone else there that's going to be making the same, this sucks face. And now you two are friends. And it's like, and you go to all the rush events, go to all the, you know, go to everything and look at it, you know, look at it on the bright side. And I think going into stuff negatively can hurt you because it's like, what do you know? You know nothing. I think that's it. Owning that you know nothing is the best way to go through life. I know nothing. I'm here to see what's up. Oh, now I know I hate this thing. And there's another dude and chick who both hate this thing. And now I think we're going to be friends because we all can come together on the terms of hate. That sounds stupid. But it feels right. I'm just saying, like, and it's just, and you're going to say, that's the thing. You're going to go to these things, and, and the dorm events all sound corny. You're going to be like, I, you're going to, what happens is you go to these, like, events, like, even company events. You go to these, oh, yeah, the company's having a, having a, you know, a clam bake. And you're like, all right, that sounds okay. And it's like, you're, you're going to think, but I get drunk. You know, like you're going to, you know, this high school kid's going to be like, I used to drink in basements. I'm cooler than this dorm thing. And you probably are. But go and then find out for yourself. And then what you're going to do, the it's kind of the, the play in traffic so you can get hit type of thing. Nothing happens in your dorm room. Nothing happens in your apartment. Nothing. It's with anything. Go and go positively. I get in that space all the time where it's like, I'm miserable to be somewhere. And I'm like, I should have just never came in the first place because now I'm not even letting myself open up to the possibility of fun. 
jtrainpodcast.gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Hometown Hookup. Dear J Train, longtime listener, first time emailer, retracts Feather. I'm looking for your advice on how to keep up with a hometown hookup while away at college. The college I'm going to is about an hour away from my hometown, thanks in advance. Um, my first move is to say don't. Don't keep up with the hometown hookup. Hour away, you got to drive back and forth. That sounds awful. But here's what I would do. Anytime, if, you're leaving, if you're leaving the summer and you're like, okay, I'm going back to school. I'm going back to a different life than the summertime life that I'm leading. And you're leaving behind. You're wondering, what do I do with this hookup? The, the move is to look at them and say, hey, let's just be cool. I'm going. You're going. And we'll figure it out. Leave it vague. Don't look for contractual terms because of what those contractual terms, all you can do is not live up to them. You want to undersell it over deliver. So that for this guy, if you're going off an hour away, Hey, this has been fun. I hope we can see each other when we get back, but I'm going an hour away. And when we get back, we'll be cool. And the way you keep it up. And in this day and age, you're thank God it's 2017. You're, you're the most positive guy on the internet. The minute you go away from the person that you're, you had this summertime thing, positive guy on the internet. This is a positivity podcast right now. A lot of positive advice coming from Papa JT. You're liking every post. You're, you're, tweet, you're, you're responding to tweets. You're snapping back. All that stuff that takes you half a second to do, do it with her or him. Because then Thanksgiving rolls around. And it's like, oh, we're all coming home. It feels like you've kept up because you've social media-wise kept up with that stuff. You can like a post and it feels like you're just saying, you're giving a good thumbs up. So if I'm this guy, hey, this has been fun. I'm going to school. You're going to school. Uh, let's, let's just be cool. Let's figure it out along the way. And at least the one thing is we live in an age, you know, when people zig, you got to zag. Okay, and this is my zag advice. What a lot of people do is avoid the conversation. So then it gets to a point where you're going to have a fight about it. So if you avoid this, it's fucked up. But if you go into it and have a vague conversation, at least you had the conversation. Most guys would say, yeah, I'm just going to avoid this and I'll kind of ghost it out and then see how it goes. It'll be awkward. Go up to this person and say, hey. I know we got a big, we have a big change coming up. I'm going to school. You're going to school. Let's just be cool. And they'll be like, and they'll be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're totally right. I just don't want to be fighting. I don't want to be this. I don't want to be that. And you guys will have this conversation. You'll come to no conclusions, but at least you talked about it because then that he or she can never be like, you know, stewing about it. They can always reference, oh, well he acknowledged, she acknowledged that we have this space between us coming up. So then while you're liking and tweeting and DMing and sending snaps, oh, that person's someone who left on a good note. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Here with Papa JT, an alone episode. I want to know what you guys think of these alone ones. I want to hear from you. The one with Mehran Kagani, you guys got to go back. If you're going to listen to an episode... Go back to that. If you're in a group right now, this could be a little... This is a nice one-on-one -on -one episode, I feel like. I feel like you should be right in your ear, right on a walk to class, just you and me. But if I'm, if I'm you and I'm in a group right now, 
go back to Mehran's episode. Pop that one in. Because I think that's, that, you know, there's different episodes for different moods. That's what's so great about this podcast. That's why you should be telling a friend, a coworker, a sister, a brother, anybody. Hey, Jared, thought of this hypothetical this morning while getting ready for work, seeing the empty beer cans on my nightstand from the shit show of a weekend I had experienced, so here it goes. I'm really hungover today. I'm going to let you guys know. I went to, this is a hypothetical, but the music. I went to a party last night by a guy, a guy, I don't want to name drop, Dave Chappelle. Had a little post-show party, and I somehow squirmed my way on the list, and I went in a backpack. I looked like an idiot. I was wearing a fucking backpack at a big party. Would you rather have to shotgun a beer every night before bed or every morning when you wake up? Here's the catch. Fresh beer is placed in your nightstand every night before you go to sleep, and it's nice and cold. By the morning, the beer is mostly lu- most likely warm. What would you choose to do for the rest of your life? I would choose, here's why, I would choose the beer before bed. Because here's, I mean, this is my problem health-wise. If one thing goes off during the day, it's a wash. If I have one bad meal, the rest of the day is bad meals. We've already had our one, so let's just keep riding that wave. So if I did the morning chug, it would just ruin the whole day. If I do the night one, at least I'm, not, I'm doing that, and maybe it's my, you know, you get on a schedule where it's like, oh, it's bedtime. I won't nighttime eat. Maybe it would help my life to shotgun a beer before bed every night. Instead of going back to the you know, kitchen 40 times for popcorn, I'm just doing the shotgun then bed. So I'm doing the shotgun before bed. Shelby, what are you going to do? I do wake up. Start off with a nice buzz. Start off with a nice buzz? Yeah. Shelby came to a show this weekend. Um, man, you, you put on a nice drunk. I, 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 I watched Shelby walk out of the showroom, and it was like he was a marionette. The room was spinning, that's for sure. <laughs> right? It looked like it. And then you came back to go to the bathroom, and you had to like walk back and forth. There was like, well, I'm like drunk. It's like dark. There's a lot of people. And then they like have like a dimly lit sign that says gents, which I'm not looking for at that point. So so you couldn't find the bathroom is no. what you're saying. You're blaming the, the bar for you looking like a drunk marionette walking back and forth. Exactly. Okay, good to know. Let's do the next one. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrain, I'm in a huge predicament. First, let me say a great way to get people interested in the podcast for your listeners. Play the podcast in the car when you're picking up your crew to get food or something. Then turn it up. The people in the car will hear you talking about poop or Jews and will listen, followed by the questioning it, and then naturally get interested. It has worked for me to get my whole crew listening to it. Okay, enough feathering. Problem is simple. I'm dating two girls currently. One lives in a big city and is a teacher. She's nice and cares a lot about uh, a lot, but she's nice and cares a lot, but gets me into bad lifestyle eating, drinking habits since she isn't healthiest. Domino's late night and all the king spoils. She's a solid five five eight. <laughs> For the new listeners, face, body, personality, 558. Okay. 
he doesn't seem chick two lives in the backwoods and is in super shape she runs marathons always in my best interest at heart and motivates me to stay in shape looks good and feel feel good but she comes off a little rugged she is always rational and never emotional about anything is very quick to be on toes to correct my grammar and shit as she is very disciplined sometimes i feel like i have to watch what i say so i don't offend her workouts and lifestyle her body is sexy but i would say she's a five eight six this guy is a serious raider. He might be the most honest raider we've ever had email in. Should I date the sweet teacher and eat crumb cake with her or date the more rugged chick who still has my best interest in mind, hit the beach running? Thank you so much. Keep on spreading the wisdom. I, I, a lot of people send in these emails where it's, he, she has my best interests in mind. I don't understand what that is. I don't understand who doesn't have your best interests in mind. The one girl who's eating late night, I mean, like, listen, the second chick sounds brutal. All the marathon running, you have to worry about what you say. I don't know if I'm in the backwoods, a little rugged. I don't know what that even means. I, I, I think for this guy, it's always easier to tell someone you want to be healthy than it is to tell someone you want to be unhealthy. Does that make some sense? I think that makes sense. The, like, it's always, it's not easier to do because then you're going to put this girl in. But you got to say, if you got to be a little bit more, what it sounds like is it sounds like you like the first girl that likes to go out and eat and you're just like, oh man. But this is what happens in relationships. You get, you get in a relationship, you know, every sitcom has an episode about someone getting in a relationship, getting fat with their significant other. And that's just what happens. And then they naturally, the one thing you can do is who do you have more fun with? And then you, and it sounds like it's the first girl because you don't have to worry about what you say. If you have to worry about what you say to offend someone, that maybe, maybe it's not the best relationship for you. The first girl where you looking at her, what I would do is just say to her, Hey, I can't be eating late at night. I feel like a fat ass and I feel awful in the morning. Can we stop doing this and make it a you problem, not a her problem. Right now, all this stuff you keep blaming on these chicks. But why don't you have a backbone and say, hey, baby, I can't do Domino's late night. And all the king spoils, as he puts it. And maybe you can start doing these things together. The other girl who's marathoning and a little rugged, the the part that gets me kind of like going and thinking, "Eh, I don't know about this, is uh, watch what you say so you doesn't offend her workouts and lifestyle. Some people can be addicted to workouts and lifestyles like that. You know, what fun can you ever have together? You got to get a little messy. Domino's chick sounds hot to me. I want a chick who eats corn on the cob messy. That's right. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Oh, this J da- the struggles of being an eternal bro. J Daddy. I'm a new lady listener, so cue the fancy music of yours. I'm loving the podcast. It got me through some long days at my internship, so I owe you many featherings of the nuts. Tickle, tickle. Okay, let's get to it. Female email. (laughs) 
I'm 23, moved to Texas for grad school last year, and will be graduating this December, so I guess you could say I'm doing all right. I've made tons of new awesome friends and loving life in the South, so what's wrong? Well, my dating life has never really been on point, I guess you could say. I would say I'm an average-looking, I'm, I'm average-looking, I mean, I don't think I'm awful to look at, solid 778. I'm looking at a picture of her from her Gmail account. She's cute. She's not giving herself enough credit. But she's cute. My close group of girlfriends from undergrad and I always seem to find ourselves being bros of any group of guys we have. Being a bro isn't a skill you can be taught or acquire over time. Not all girls can be a bro no matter how hard they try. Okay, relax. <laughs> she went from being very modest to, yeah, we're a special type of woman. It's an in, innate trait that can never be removed, only suppressed. There's, there's no use to changing who you are, even though being an eternal bro isn't always the, what the movies make it out to be. Everyone's seen, everyone's seen that movie or TV show where the guy is looking for love in all the wrong places while his female best friend is guiding him through the countless dates. By the end of the movie, he realizes he's over girls who care too much about how they look and all they need is a best friend who starts sitting right next to him in sweatpants. Too bad this really happens in real life. In reality, being a bro comes with a lot of negative externalities. It's a, what is she writing? What is this her manifesto what's going on here it's not always fun video games sometimes it downright sucks being an eternal bro myself i've been taking some time to write down a few of the worst parts okay backhanded compliments when you actually look nice like whoa i didn't know you had boobs <laughs> why do you look different did you shower today are you supposed to be are these supposed to be compliments and in any way but sometimes it's annoying when guys people are surprised that you own a dress i mean i know i don't always look nice but i'm a girl not getting the treatment you deserve when a new girl is around they get presents and attention in the crown jewels if they ask for them while you're sitting in the corner where was she when your friend needed help on his midterm or advice his parents divorce you're the only one who's always there for him yet you still have to get your own beer from the fridge no one listening to your opinions your guy friends will straight up tell you that he's only hanging out with this girl and her roommates because they're hot he'll invite you her to date events only call her to help her when her friends are way too drunk when we listen to you when you say that you're there shitty people, I got it. Feeling unwanted, sometimes it doesn't feel good to know that you're, you'll never be an option. I mean, everyone who wants to feel wanted. You have to watch the guy you like date and hook up with a lot of other girls, and it hurts a lot. Sometimes it takes uh, your effort not to scream, notice me. Um, I get what she's saying. I don't mean to sound all butthurt, but it does, it, it'd be nice to be, uh, be someone's first choice. When you're a bro, your feelings get hurt a lot. Any advice on what I should do? Should I change my ways for, or forever stay a bro? Always lady bro who needs some loving. I get what she's saying. Um, there's a couple things going on here that kind of like make me... I, all, all these things she's right about. Yeah, you don't want to have... It sounds like, and I, I, let me, I, I'll make a couple of assumptions. It sounds like she's friends with a guy she likes. And she and this is happening a lot. She's becoming friends first and sticking around um, and never really putting herself out there to be dumped. So what you're doing is you're de you're choosing death by a thousand paper cuts. You're standing around a guy that you like, but you're saying, I'm just going to be a good friend. Guys and girls do this. this a, I mean, this is kind of the, the friend zone predicament. You know, you're sitting there being like uh, around guys that you enjoy being around and saying, we like hanging out. Plus, I'll fuck you. Why wouldn't you do both? But you're staying. But you're not really saying that at every turn. You're just saying, yeah, I'm your friend. But I'm the better option than everything you bring back. But you're not ever making it apparent that like, hey, I'm a friend who likes you. 
Because that's hard to do. That's when you have to hear no. And I hear what she's saying. Like, I, I mean, the whole lady bro thing, that's a lot of like, I, I don't like this thing that happens a lot. And I hear what you, the late, everyone wants to like find their team. So you start saying what you are instead of being what you are. So it's like, I'm a lady bro. That's why no guy wants to be around a lady bro. It's an excuse. It sounds like you're a cool chick who any guy would be lucky to have, but you're standing behind this whole bro thing as a shield to get turned down. Because you're, what you're saying is, you're, oh, I'll, be, I'll say I'm a lady bro, and that's the reason he's not into it. No, he's not into it because you're not making yourself, you're not what he's into. And that's okay. There's somebody else that will be into you. I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm just saying what you're doing now is, is a, like a device. And you and your friends that are sitting there with no boyfriends going, well, we're just lady bros. They don't get it. We fart. That's why guys don't like us. They're, guys are going to the non-farting girls. But every girl farts. Every girl wants to be in sweats. Every girl wants to do everything you're doing, every guy and girl wants from their significant other. It just takes time to get into that. So I think what she needs to do, if I was to give anyone advice in this position, is start separating yourself from these guys that you like as friends. Because you're not friends. You're sitting there in disguise as a friend, but really you're getting angry every time they don't choose you as more than a friend. So right now, maybe you and your girls need to go and separate yourselves from these guys that you have these relationships with under the idea that, oh, you're their lady bro, when really you you want more. And then invite them into situations that are not friend situations. Hey, and you kind of, you have to go back and then come back in as a different type of person to them. So Separate, you and your friends need to separate from these guys that you like, but you're not telling them that you like them. And then saying, hey, we're doing this tonight. We want you guys to come over and make it a nighttime thing and be dressed up. And, and if they make comments like that, obviously they're not good guys to you. And they don't see you that way. And it's time to say, time to cut bait and meet new guys. I get what she's saying. The backhanded comment, whoa, I didn't know you had boobs. That's kind of a weird thing to say to anybody. But it's also something a guy, guys will do anything to get fucked. So they're not going to just say, whoa, you have boobs, if, they have, if they'd wanted to fuck you. Because they know that is a thing that could ruin this fucking. Does this make sense, or am I insane? That makes sense. Right? Yeah. I don't think I'm crazy. I just don't like this whole idea of like, I'm a lady, bro, so that's why they don't get us. No, It's like the girl who's like, I'm sassy and sarcastic, but no one gets my sarcasm. No, you sound like an asshole, and you are the one that is fucking up. Why is it? Let's all take a look in the mirror. It's like when guys send me their profiles, and they say, well, no girl wants to swipe me. Yeah, because your profile sucks. You look like you're chugging a beer in the first picture, and it looks like you're going to go fuck a girl and then never call her back again. So let's change this up. And it's the same thing for her. I'm a lady, bro. That's why guys don't get... No, 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 Every guy wants to hook up with a girl that they can also be friends with. What you need to do is separate from these people that you're calling your friends that you don't really believe are your friends. Because you're just hanging around someone that makes you feel bad. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsored, people. Harry's. 
We've done them a thousand times. You guys know the deal. Harry's is so confident you're going to love their blades. They're going to give you a free, their trial set for free when you sign up at harrys.com slash jtrain. Just pay the shipping. Guys, I'm giving you free money. This is free money. This is a $13 value. Claim your free trial offer from Harry's today, $13 value for free. When you sign up, just cover shipping. Your free trial includes a weighted ergonomic razor handle, five precision engineered blades with lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel, a travel blade cover. To get your free trial set, go to harrys.com slash jtrain right now. That's harrys.com slash jtrain. The reason I love Harry's is it gets delivered right to your door. Take the bullshit out of your life. Take the trip to CVS, the trip to Walmart, the trip to Target. Some of you send me snaps from Target of the Harry's display. And I get crazy because I'm like, you can't use the promo code there. You're going to have to pay when you don't need to pay. Go to harrys.com slash jtrain. Harrys.com slash jtrain. Harrys.com slash jtrain. And get the $13 value. You just pay shipping. And also... Take the trip to Target out of your life. That's why Harry's is great. The shaving gel, the, 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 the blades, you'll never have to walk into there. I do it with my toothpaste company. I do it with my, my teeth, my beard, my all the stuff. I'm done walking around Walmart. Fucking getting free tasters. Fear of making decisions. Papa John. I met this girl on Bubble last week, and things went great. She gave me roadhead on the way back to my place, and the sex was pretty okay. <laughs> hung out with her again this Saturday night, and we got breakfast Sunday morning, so we've hung out a decent amount. So we've hung out twice, and now they're, now they're a thing. This girl is pretty cool, but she has a meltdown anytime I ask her a question, and she has to make a decision. Hmm. Sounds like every girl ever. I asked her if she wanted to get something to eat, and she responded, I don't know. Do you think I should? What the kind of shit is that? This is just one example of many situations, and I asked for a simple A or B, and she comes back with a calculus problem for an answer. I know most women struggle with making decisions about where to eat and shit like that, but this is happening constantly. Is it wrong to kind of want to end things with this girl already purely because she has a hard time making even the simplest decision? I don't blame you. This sounds like hell. If I'm, I'm going to give advice to any girl out there that's like, how do I be the best girlfriend? Fucking get involved in decision making. There is nothing, and, and this is guys and girls since the beginning of time. What do you want to eat? What do you want to eat? What do you want to do? What do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? If a girl is just like, I want Chinese, I'd be like, fuck yes. Why am I hard? How did that just happen? I, I, and I do understand what he's saying. Or, I've gotten into these things with girls where, like, we're texting, and I'll ask questions about, you know, what, what's going on today, how are you doing, and then she'll, like, won't answer the questions, and then I'm there doing the interview the whole time. And it's so bothersome to me, because I'm just like, no, let's have a, con- let's talk about stupid shit. You want, you want to do, you, you don't want to serve and get aces in relationships, you want to volley. I'm just looking to volley. I'm looking for someone to sit and play tennis with that we can get it over the net every single time. Because it's boring to serve an ace every single time. This analogy makes sense to me. I hope it does to you. Because if you're sitting there being like, like, you know, you're like, let's do Chinese ace. 
Let's do missionary sex, Ace. Like, you just want a girl to look back at you and go, no, let's do, you know, let's do tacos. Oh, you, you're volleying now. Let's do reverse cowgirl. Oh, now you're volleying. volleying. Like, I want, this is the, in the time, the, the, the feminist, <laughs> what a way to go into the feminist movement. But the feminist movements, like, what, what it, biggest mistake is that it's not about, we want the equality of conversation. Guys are looking, and, and the feminist movement has, has gone so far into this other weird, like, you know, where, even to the point where women are afraid to call themselves feminists. I'm a feminist. I want equality. I want equality of conversation. I want equality of decisions. That's what I'm looking for. And everything else, but I'm just saying, like, in this arena, it does seem like guys are put into this position of, you know, if you want to say, you know, if we want to have new school rules, the new school rules should include, and I know it's hot for a guy to make a plan and execute that plan because that's what girls are looking for. But, you know, it's hot for a guy in this new age to have a girl be like, to challenge you a little bit, to say, I like that plan and this. In improv, they have this rule, yes and. So I think that's what every guy's looking for, is a girl who will yes and them. Yes, that sounds like a fun date. And we should do this. Oh, great. Now you're adding. Now we've done this together. Now we're volleying. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Ooh, responding to sexy snaps. What's up, Papa JT? First off, I've taken an extended hiatus from the podcast, but recently got back on the train and I'm as hooked as ever. Hope that sizzles your sausage. Yeah, tell a friend. That sizzles it even more. Anyways, I had a quick question that I think could be helpful to a lot of listeners. In the last week, I reached back out to a girl I had previously interned with last summer, and after texting for a while that day, we have started to Snapchat a few times a day. For context, I'm a 23-year-old postgrad, one year out of college, and she will be a senior in college this fall. It just so happens that she was at the beach this weekend, so a solid number of snaps I received were of her in a bikini, often from a slightly aerial view, so I could see her whole body. She's a 687. Now, I'm not narcissistic enough to think she definitely wants to fuck, but it got me thinking about the question in general. How should I respond to sexy snaps? My first reaction is usually something to the effect of, God damn, or something to indicate that I think she's looking hot and had to encourage her to send more like it. But how can I push the envelope a little without being too pervy? This is a great question. I have this issue myself. This is someone I wouldn't mind hooking up with before she goes back to school or when she's in an area during breaks. In the past, this has happened with a few other girls, and while it depends on the situation, I think it's an interesting debate as to the right way to respond. If I'm also in bed or getting out of the shower when I take a snap like this, I might send one back in kind. But I feel like a dude trying to send a hot snap can go wrong. I'd love to hear your take. Uh, how to approach us, both encourage more and even more revealing snaps, but also steer the bus towards fucktown in a non pervy way. Keep up the great work. Would love to come to Cellar Brunch sometime. To- yeah, the Cellar Brunch is a lot of fun. I was just there this past week and the week before. Um, it's every Sunday at 2 if you guys want to get involved. I think this is a great question. What happens is if a girl's sending you sexy snaps and you respond... She will judge your responses. I've gotten in the situation. Uh, I know exactly what this guy is talking about, where a girl will send me like these hot pictures, and then I'll like, I don't know what to send back that is the equivalent. We've talked this in the past, but sometimes the girl will be like, 
oh, just a just a strong arm. Like I'll send the strong arm emoji, and they'll be like, oh, just that, because it you have to be. If <laughs> what what seems to happen is they're getting angry that you're not progressing as much as they are, and you're not as excited. You need to be super excited. My move to a sexy snap is you send back because. Really what this guy's saying is he doesn't want to send back something that's, like, too much. You don't want to go above what they've sent. So if it's a bikini pic, sending a picture of you in your shorts, yeah, that's fine, too. I think that's, like, the equivalent. But to stay safe, the move is to send – respond to sexy snaps with excited funny. So a big picture – what I would do sometimes is – uh, like a sh- like a happy face. I'll do a selfie with my face, like excited to have gotten it, with my mind being blown. So an explosion from my head. Like I'll draw on it a little explosion coming out of my head or use the emojis to show that my mind was just blown. Kind of insinuating that I'd like other areas to be blown. But you send back that facial reaction Huge smile with a mind blown. That's a great reaction to any sexy snap. So if you come back with excited funny to sexy snap, they're never going to be upset about it. Because you, they just want time and effort. Because these girls are spending time and effort into their pictures. That They're not sending the first one they took. They're not taking a picture in the bikini and then going, yeah, whatever it was. No, they're looking at it tooth and comb, so they want you to be doing the same type of preparation to your response. And that's asking more than maybe we want to give, but that's the reality. So if you just send back, because this girl, and she was right, she would get mad that I would send back the arm or like a happy emoji, and it was like, yeah, she just put 10 minutes into this hot picture she sent me. The least I could do is be a little bit more excited about And put the time. So think of the time she put in and then put in the equal amount of time to be funny, excited. No penises. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Hypothetical happy endings in the Far East. Would you rather receive? I'm going to hypothetical. Would you rather receive a world-class massage with an awful, uncomfortable, happy ending or an awful massage by a world-class hap- with a, followed by a world-class happy ending? Reaching a particularly long feather towards those nuts from a ship near Japan. So what he's asking is would I rather have a bad massage followed by a good happy ending or a good massage followed by a bad happy ending? Um, the thing is with it, it's called a happy ending because the ending is always happy. So no matter how you got there, you are ending with the splooge, so to speak. So I'm taking the good massage with the bad happy ending because either way, it's still, that's still good. And the bad and the bad happy ending, like as bad as it is, I'm still ending. Meaning, come. What do you think, Shelby? I would do the other one. Bad, you do the other one. Bad massage, good happy ending. Have you ever had a bad massage? 
I have not. An hour of that? It's it's brutal. I have had a bad, happy ending. You have? Yeah. What's the worst one you got? I don't know. I don't care for them. Like, I have hands. I can do this. Yeah, but a professional happy ending, like, they know what they're doing. But a bad one. I know. That's it's like a bad my, one. how you, a meal fucks up your day, the bad happy ending. Would fuck up your day. Yeah. I'm still going the other way. I want that massage. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Sup, Train? Question for you. I recently graduated from college and secured a job in a new mid-sized city where I don't know many people. I've been trying to meet girls through Tinder and Bumble, but I haven't had much as... Uh, had as much as I did back in college. Is it acceptable for a 21-year-old to pay for a dating app like Match.com? Yeah, it's acceptable. Um, but I would say to this guy, don't do it. It's acceptable. Because why not? If you want to pay for Match.com, go for it. But I, w- I would readjust your profiles on Tinder and Bumble. I would readjust. And I'd pick up your head. Go out with some guys. The one thing, you know, the, the answer to all our troubles are kind of look to the past. Pick up your head and then go to a bar with friends and stop swiping. Swiping at a bar is, is, the, is, the, is the problem with our generation. We're sitting at a place where people are there to go out and have fun and meet new people while we're on our phone swiping. I've been it. I do it all the time. And I look at myself. I say, what the fuck is wrong with you, Jared? Look up. Look up. So I would say that to that guy. Like, let's, let's be a more, it's not the app's problem. It's a little bit more your problem. Podcast at gmail.com. More on that. Listen, proflowers.com. What an amazing sponsor these guys have been. I love proflowers.com because they got a great product, one. But two, you, it's super easy. to spont- The spontaneity is the key to life. So if you got a girlfriend right now or a boyfriend... I'd say more for the guys with girlfriends. You send flowers today, you're getting blunt. It's happening. And it won't be a bad happy ending. It's going to be one of those good ones. Flowers sent it. So Proflowers wants to help you surprise someone for no reason at all while also surprising you with a special deal for my listeners. Get 20% off any of their unique summer rose bouquets or any other bouquet of $29 or more. Their colorful rainbow roses are always a hit. Uh, if you aren't sure what to send some, someone. Uh, Proflowers bouquets are guaranteed to stay fresh for at least seven days or your money back, and you control the delivery date. Proflowers gives you more bloom for your buck, big, beautiful flowers with more stems for your money. Call to action. To get 20% off summer roses or any other bouquet of $29 or more, go to proflowers.com. Use my code JTRAIN. That's JTRAIN. That's JTRAIN. Proflowers.com, code JTRAIN at checkout. That's proflowers.com, code JTRAIN. Don't wait to make someone's day. Guys, flowers is one of those things that don't... What I love about Proflowers is that you don't have to, like, go walk around with the flowers like some sort of loser. They Let the delivery man be your loser. Let the delivery man work for you. JTRAIN podcast at gmail.com. JTRAIN podcast at gmail.com end of summer hail marys hello uncle j train shelby and guest feather feather as always but i'm ready to asking a question give it and give a hot take oh, here we go a couple episodes ago you said that now is the time to water your sex plants for fall harvest and i agree but only for school for local talent i think that right now is a late summer harvest before heading back to school 
This is the time for the we're both stuck in the same boring town. Why not fuck Hail Mary's summer loving at, at its most sinful? My question is, how do you shoot your shot for this purpose? And, and or how would you and guests, uh, and guests were the casual summertime trying to fuck text? May your nuts be feathered, beans boiled, and weasels popped. So what this guy is saying is that we're coming towards the end of the summertime. And you want to throw that Hail Mary to see if you can get that last fuck before going back to school or wherever you're going. Anytime, I mean, with these things, what I would always say to the, to the listener is never be afraid to hear no. And you do it in the, it's all about the hours and not being afraid. It's the hours and not being afraid. And also, you know, the, the problem I get into is energy. You have to go and meet these people. So you, uh, the thing is, if you throw Hail Mary, be ready to go. Be ready to get up and do something. Don't be sitting there and go, I don't know if I want to leave tonight. You have to be ready. It's, you're a SEAL team member. President calls, pushes that button, you got to go. Time to get Bin Laden. Trying to, try, time to get Bin fucking. That's what I'm saying, because... With these things, if a girl says yes, you can't be like, because what happens to me is like, I'll send a, you know, I'll send a text. What are you doing tonight? What are you doing tonight? And then I'll go, okay, I'll text you later. And then if you go back on that later one, they're like, ugh, how excited could he be? So what I'm saying to you is that if you got someone in mind and you're going back to school, send that late night text, 11 o'clock. And you say, what's going on tonight? What's going on tonight? Not tomorrow, not how you doing. You want to be direct and you want to throw the harpoon and hit the whale right in the gullet. So it's, what are you doing tonight? She'll say, I'm out right there. She'll have her answer. And then you say, I'm out right now. You should come meet up. You should come meet up. Because that there's no question. As to what you're into. And then you might hear a no. Which is okay too. But what are you doing tonight? You should come meet up. You don't have to acknowledge that the time is running out on summer. Because they see the clock that you see. We're all looking at the same clock. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. We'll do one more. And we'll go to some news because we've got a couple of items. Follow up to that Tinder story. When to unfollow girls on social media? I've done a few a bunch of unfollowing lately. It's tough. It's tough. Got to let the cage bird fly. I've unfollowed a lot of Instagram models. I keep having this moment where I'm like, am I masturbating to you still? And then I'm like, why am I even here? Also, a lot of exes. Like, a lot of girls that, like, I don't even know. Like, I'll, like we went on one date, and for some reason I'm following them. I'm like, I got to get out of here. Because the thing that can get you in trouble isn't that you're following them. Now, Instagram stories, Instagram stories is, an, is a real outer. So you see who's looking at yours. They're looking at who's looking at theirs. Judad, long-time listener here, feather, 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 nuts, nuts, nuts. Have a question about when you should unfollow girls on social media. I'm about to go into my last semester, and I've been sampling the ice cream store throughout my undergrad days. When things with a girl end or we just kind of move on from each other here, uh... 
We're not usually able to be cool and everything with each other, not uh, not weird about it at all. Sometimes, however, things don't end so nicely and has led to girls having meltdowns or girls fucking me over. And usually, I will usually go and unfollow, unadd girls on social media if it gets really bad because I'd rather not see that stuff on my timeline anymore. The pro, <laughs> I like that it's all their fault. He had nothing to do with why they were mad at him. The problem is that sometimes these girls make up shit about me and spread it to their sororities and further bitch me out uh, after they see me. See, I unfollowed on social media. I'm not trying to have a reputation of being a salty bitch for unfollowing some of these girls. Uh, so as a general rule of thumb, when is it to move to unadd someone while still in college? I know once I graduate, that shit won't matter anymore on social media rather than just trying to play it cool and leave them added while acting like it doesn't bother you. Wow, how wrong he is. This will always matter. Everything matters forever. You're still going to have girls that are going to say, why the fuck do you unfollow me? You're still going to have girls. And, the, and the, real, the reality of it is be honest with yourself. That's really my advice to this guy because I've unfollowed girls. I, and it's girls that, like, recently. I, I, I didn't just say that. I've unfollowed a few girls recently that are, like, getting engaged. And it's like, I, I got, like, you know... I'm looking at them being like, yeah, I got to be out of here. I, there's no reason for me to be here. And the thing is that I, if they were ever to say to me, how would you unfollow me? I would always go, yeah, I just didn't really. I mean, what you said in this email is what you should be saying to these girls. I don't like, it's tough for me to see someone move on. As much as I enjoyed our time together, I know that we should be broken up. But at the same time, I don't want to sit here and watch your life go on even though I'm happy for whatever you have going on, it's, it's tough for me to see. It can be tough for you to see someone on social media while you still don't want to date them. Both can be true. So if, the, you know, if you can own how it ended, whatever they say behind your back, you should be able to answer to. And that's why you shouldn't care. So looking at them and saying, yeah, I mean, whatever she, if someone were to come to you and be like, oh, she told me this about you, you'd say, well, you know, she's a, I always say, and anytime someone says like someone's saying bad things after a breakup or whatever it was, I would always say, and I don't get it much, but I do, I have had that situation. I say, listen, she's great. Uh, I only want the best for her. Um, it just didn't work out. And that sucks. That's all you have to say to anyone that would come up to you with any of these stories or rumors that you think are coming up. But nine times out of ten, there's no rumors being spread about you. You're just probably saying that because someone's upset that they, it ended. So it's a couple things. Be honest with yourself. Because anything you say to yourself, you could be saying to this girl's friend or this girl. Hey, I don't want to look at your life moving on even though I don't think we're good together. I just think it's you know tough for me to watch. That's what I would do. I'd also... I mean, I had a girl that was... that texting me hey you need to stop I need you to unfollow me she was like every time you look at my stories it makes me feel bad and I do it and I said you know what I gotta stop unfollow done because I'm doing a disservice to this person jtrainpodcast at gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com that's uh we're gonna come back with some news we'll be right back Hey guys, welcome back. Let's do some news, Shelby. Yep. Let's hit it. Oh, so this is the this is the hold on. This is the follow up to the t- so last time. Explain the story. We had a, a guy. 
and a girl had a three-year running joke over Tinder and never met. Never met. They did the whole match game thing where they couldn't see each other on GMA. And yeah. He was really awkward. She it just cool. looked like she was having a moment of like, yeah, I don't know about this one. And then they send him to Hawaii. Yeah. At the end of the se- segment, they got a free trip to Hawaii. And <laughs> there was a moment you're like watching and she's cute and he's a good looking guy. But then he would open his mouth and you're like, ah, this is the type of guy that you wouldn't that would do this joke. Just like real kind of it felt kind of corny. Right. Yeah, it was he was he had no he was very bland. He seemed a little so now they send him yeah. to um <laughs> they send him to to Hawaii and let, let's let's take a peek at what they did. They matched on Tinder and they flirted for three years but they didn't meet face to face until they came to GMA and well our cameras were there when they went on their first date and TJ Holmes, you have what happened next, yes. man. All right. He looks like a like the guy is so he kind of looks like a suit rack. Three things you oh, yeah. worry about on a first date. So for them, anticipation a three-year build-up location Maui for a weekend. And no it's also there. one of those things and where you like you see someone that like you know you could see that he was really happy to have gone viral. Oh yeah, <laughs> like a little too happy. He's the one that posted it. Yeah, he posted it. It's a match made in Tinder. Oh my God! It sounded like he came just now. So good. Keeping up an epic joke on the dating app for three years, waiting months to respond to each other. The epic joke is how he still hasn't gotten blown. Yeah. Sorry, was in the shower. The pair finally met face to face right here on GMA. Your sister met her fiance on Tinder. Yeah, she kind of gave me some hope that this is this is where it's at. You know, they're getting married in November. No pressure. No pressure. Oh my god! Yeah, she made a face there. She made a huge face. I'm so much more into her now. And so now I just have to meet up with Michelle, and we are going to be on our ways to Maui. Yeah, notice all the self-taping is just him. Like, she didn't have anything. She doesn't seem into this. The checking in. He's like, I wish for just a hand job. Ending the date with some drinks poolside. On this trip, I have learned just about Josh's incredible energy. He is just incredible always energy. And always energetic. You should hear her talk about her dreams and her passions and her career path. Oh my God! Perseverance. It's it's really rare and awesome to be a part of. But the question. I've been talking about this a lot on stage. Her passions, as if he's. Oh my God, she's passionate. Seems like he's trying to convince me to date her. Yeah, <laughs> he does. I don't know. Only single people have passions. I haven't had... I never have passions. I, I don't give a shit about anything. Shut up, Josh. Ugh, keep going. We're heading back to Kent soon, and I know we don't have any concrete plans yet, but I'm sure I pass across once we get back there. With everything going on... What? The- okay, I'm sure our paths will cross. You just went to fucking Hawaii together. Commit to something. Yeah, they, they couldn't even get on one date in three years, and he's... I'm sure our paths will cross. That is, that's like a girl being like, yeah, yeah, I'll see him around. Not like, I want to wanna have an, a date in our environment. Not yeah. even, can't even commit to that. She's like, yeah, I'm sure we'll see each other around. After Hawaii. After Hawaii. In GMA. He didn't close any deals. I, I think he, <laughs> he didn't, I didn't think it happened for him. But good for this couple. They're going, they go to Kent, I guess. That's where they go. Kent State. <sighs> well, Michelle. 
maybe I could come out to the school and do a show at Kent. See what happens there. The second worst thing that's ever happened on that campus. Yeah. <laughs> this is the. I think that's the list. Yeah, there's the the shooting and then this. Yeah. <laughs> do we have any more stories? We have one more. Okay. Before we go into our last story, I just want to say, uh, let me bring up Patreon one more time. Uh, Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Uh, we have different levels with different things you can get out of the website. Uh, I would love for you to join or just take a look. If you've gotten value out of this podcast, if this has helped you in your life uh, to get you through the day or get you through a drive, hopefully this can add more. Um, and if you don't, don't have, you know, I obviously don't do it. But just it's there and it's something that I am excited to do uh, to keep uh, creating great and fun stuff for you, the listeners. So go check it out, patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Let's do our last story. Have you heard of the rapper Boozy Badass? Boozy Badass? It yeah. sounds like a white chick rapper name. It's like, the, like It's like a girl at brunch that gets too drunk, and she's like, I'm Boozy Badass. It's the exact opposite of that. Oh, really? <laughs> no, it's, a, it's it an Asian male <laughs> who's really good at accounting. It's a Baton Rouge rapper okay. and African-American gentleman. Mm-hmm. His son, he's getting some heat online because his son turned 14 and he posted a picture of his son who looks like even younger than 14. Happy birthday. Love you, son, with all my heart. See you tomorrow. Got a money bag for you and a bad bitch to give you some head. What? (laughs) Really? You already know how to do it. The mixtape dropping October 1st. (laughs) Father of the year. Yeah. Can you imagine? He put it on Twitter? On a big Instagram post, picture, caption, everything. What, the, of the chick, too? He did not, just his son, who looks to be about, he's 14, he looks 10. Boozy badass? Boozy badass. Uh, replace the S's with Z's in badass. Boozy. B-O-S-I-E, badass with two Z's. Oh, here he is. Official boozy badass. Yeah. And he put up the post, and it's a video? It's just a pic. <laughs> oh, my God. The kid is so young. Happy G-Day. Oh, he's got a good Instagram. See you tomorrow. Got a bag for you and a bitch to give you some head. <laughs> <laughs> so he's his kid's pimp. He says he's joking, but people are still like, what the hell, man? <laughs> It's pretty ridiculous. Also, I would say, what a bar mitzvah gift. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Listen, you're a man now. Now meet Celeste. Get in that, get in that back room there. Oh, what a sad moment for that, that prostitute. Ugh. Oh, I'm going to be with a rapper? Well, the rapper's son. How old is he? Well, you might be committing a crime. <laughs> <laughs> so... Shelby, thank you for bringing the news. Thanks for having me. Totes Preach. Uh, that's our episode. I'm Jared Freed, JTrain56 on all platforms except for Instagram. I'm at Jared Freed. We're here every Tuesday and Friday. Keep spreading the word. Keep pushing it out to friends and family and all that stuff. Uh, we'll be back next episode. Boom. This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. And find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom! Boom.